0: So, I'm going to have the wonderful Miss Kiore come and talk to you about getting your blueprint a little bit tighter and lighter. Hello, hello, everybody. I am super excited to be here, first of all. So, thank you for inviting me, Crystal. Um, also, thank y'all for the people who showed up today and who are in the room because I was thinking about what it would be like to just speak into the body, but I'm glad I don't have to because y'all stepped up. So thank you for that. Um and yes, I'm Kiora, uh Kiori Taylor. I have been in Tulsa now, um, two years returning. I uh, did go to high school here. Um I am I'm just thinking about what I came and prepared to talk about, and then I'm thinking about all of you all in the room, and I'm thinking about also how Chris has started off, and I'm just like, man, like, where do I begin? Do I tell my story? Do I give tips? Do I just talk? And one thing I'm good for is just talking. So that is what I'm going to do, because that is what I feel um, the first thing that I wanted to say is, when we are thinking about designing operational plans, I believe very deeply in operations. I am I am an operations guru, if I can say so myself. I love solving problems, and not only do I love solving problems, I love solving complex problems. I'm an engineer, actually, by background. I'm a mechanical engineer. Um, and it took me a very long time to graduate. Six years, I was super involved, but for the most part, I failed every math class I took and I failed every math class I took, had to retake it. And the one thing that I couldn't understand is why when I learned math in school, they would always teach theory versus the numbers. It just, it didn't resonate for me. But what I will say is the more I struggled through math, while I didn't know how to do it their way, I learned how to do it my way. And the one thing that I believe that I learned in my education to become an engineer is not how to follow the rules, but how to break the rules. One of the things that I learned is, okay, I have a math test. Y'all say I need uh, 60 or 70 to pass. I know, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but I do know the formulas and the different um, frameworks to be able to get um, credit for showing my work. So I know that if I follow the rules you gave me and still don't know the answer, I can get an 80% on every single problem and still pass the test without knowing the answers. That had to be one of the single biggest lessons that I have learned in this lifetime is that you don't have to know all the information to make progress. You don't have to know all the information to pass. You don't, when we talk about blueprints, one thing anyone who knows with, who works with me is it's not about the details, it's about the boundaries, it's about the guidelines, it's about the expectations, it's about what does success look like. What are, we, what are we aiming for? Is success getting 100 on that test, or is success passing the class? For me, success was passing the class. Um, and that is how not only have I seen the accomplishments that I have in my lifetime, but it's also how I've helped to stimulate others to be able to do the same. Um, I think that is really important, just starting there that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to feel like you have to do it like someone else in order to progress in life. You don't have to know what's the right way in order to progress in life. And I think that it's thinking through all those details about what is quote unquote supposed to be right that really gives people walking around in procrastination and idleness and not being able to move forward. And what I will say is, it is only your fault and responsibility to perform. And when I thought about that, and when that was something that was communicated to me, I realized if I wanted to be someone who was able to accomplish a lot in this lifetime, I couldn't make room for excuses. But my number one excuse just in, in so many areas of life is I didn't know what I didn't know. But learning that that no longer was an excuse in order to make progress, it didn't make me feel like I was further behind. What it actually did was empowered me to just get moving. So one of the things that I talk about super often, I have a radio show and podcast here in town, and it's called The Stimulus. And it's all about helping people get started. How do we help to stimulate people's mindset to their business? How do do we help stimulate people's mindsets in order to stimulate their business, in order to stimulate their legacy? It all starts in our mind. It all starts in knowing that we can. It all starts in truly acknowledging that there is no excuse not to keep going. All right, so now I can get into some of the things that I wanted to talk about. Okay, so some of the things that I wanted to talk about when it comes to creating a detailed operational plan for your life is first just knowing what you want. What does success look like? Um, A lot of times people say, you know, success looks like money, but I will start off saying that success looks like whatever it is that you define it as. Um, When we talk about vision boards, when we talk about You know, jobs, when we talk about careers, when we talk about what we want in life, a lot of times we can create our vision for ourselves based off of standards that other people tell us are okay. We can create um, desires for ourselves that don't come from within, but they come from what are people telling us that we should want. What I will tell you is it will be 100% more difficult every single time to try to build a life on willpower around something that you do not believe in. So, the first thing you have to ask yourself is what you want. I did a vision board party the other day, and the biggest thing that I talked to the ladies about was um, many times when we think about vision, we think about very tangible material things. We throw those on the board, you know, we get really focused in, I want this car, I want this house, I want this book, I want this by this time, and those are good don't get me wrong. Where I believe the real key to success is not just identifying what you want, but identifying what your values are. I believe all visions have to be centered on values in order to really um, manifest in a way that requires the least amount of resistance. You're going to get resistance no matter what in this lifetime, but when you build a vision based on values, that is when You'll be able to see your progress in the day to day. That's why I like that Crystal started off talking about what's your word for the year. Yours is sustain. That's an excellent one. Um, I I I I used to have um, two words that I would work through, um, and now I'm kind of two words, two things, but guidelines boundaries something i mentioned earlier i think the best laid plans are ones where you know where do you get to work with them not being very specific like i need it done this way you know because that's where control comes in when control comes in that's where failure comes in when failure comes in that's where rejection comes in that's not the direction we're trying to go we're creating a vision to move forward we're creating a vision to experience abundance um and so i'll share with you that When I first got started thinking about my two words, I started off with adventure and intentionality. I want to be more intentional in my life, and I was tired of feeling boring. You know, I was tired of feeling like I couldn't, and so whatever it took to experience laughter in this lifetime, that's what I was all about. So intentionality and adventure is where I started. Then the next year, you know, I decided to beef it up a little bit, so I'm like, okay what's next for me? Well, the next thing I decided was, I'm enjoying all of this adventure, but I'm ready to see my life change. And so I said, I wanna have indescribable faith, but I wanna have an unrecognizable present. I I don't want to imagine something in the future and keep chasing after it. I want to imagine something and see it the next day. Like that is what I knew for sure. I wanted to have not an unrecognizable future, I wanted it to be unrecognizable right now. I wanted to live in what I was manifesting. And that was a scary thing to say because I didn't know what that meant when I said it. But <laughs> when I look back on the year, I was like, whoa, I'm like, that's changed. Um, and then last year, last year, it was strange because I really um, got into the space in life where I was so focused on accomplishment. I was really. Um, dealing with perfectionism and approval addiction. And I was just sprinting as far as I could. And I remember um, I was in therapy, huge advocate for counseling, Um, but I was in therapy and my um, therapist, she said, you know, we're going to do an exercise to stretch you. So she had me go talk to all of my peers, all of my coworkers, all of my friends. And I was asking them questions. Do you think I'm optimistic? Do you think I'm a happy person? What do you think I can improve on? What do you think I should appreciate more? I'm just asking him all these questions. And you talk about vulnerable. It's real crazy when you're asking your boss, who you don't like, who you don't want to be a part of your personal life, to give an opinion about who he thinks that you are. (laughs) You know, like when you really think about that, it's like if you talk about something that could derail what you're trying to build, it's literally asking people to have an opinion about what you're doing. But it's all about perspective, because one thing I know now is that feedback is a gift. The faster I get feedback, the faster I can correct. You all got to tell me one time what I'm not doing right. You only have to tell me one time what you believe I'm representing for me to correct. So one of the things that emerged in my conversations with people, they just said, Kyory, I really think you could slow down more. I really think you could take more time to smell the roses. I really think like you could just bask in the goodness that you're creating. And it was just like, what? <laughs> I did not know anything. But again, feedback is a gift. So I was trying to focus on what did that need to look like in my life? How did I need to adjust so that people didn't feel, you know, sometimes when people are so focused on being successful, it's just anxiousness all the time. It's just like, you know, like, it can be hard sometimes to be around people who can't rest, who can't relax, who can't, you know, appreciate what you got going on because they focus on where they're trying to go. You know, it's it's, it's very impersonal, <laughs> you know, and when I think about this, like, I want people to know that I care about them, and if the way that I'm communicating is distracting them from knowing that I care about them, what do I need to do? So last year, my words were peace and pace, and when I tell you Asking God to bring peace into your life, it seems like a very beautiful thing. But I was on bed rest from surgery for four months and learned peace at a whole new level. But I will tell you, it was one of the greatest gifts that I experienced. So now coming into this year, um, the two things that I am guiding my life by is not just two phrases anymore, but trying to grow from how do I not just have... A year based on my values, but how do I create goals based on my values, because bringing it back around, we want to create boundaries and guidelines based on our values that help to propel us forward. So for me, what I'm focused on this year is number one, how do I begin to discern what I desire. First, I thought I wanted to define it because a lot of times we say we know what we want, and when we get it we're not satisfied, so then the question is did we want that so. I had to switch my word to discern what i desire because what i realized is i want to partner with the holy spirit to figure out am i saying what i want because someone else has put this thought in my mind or is this what i want because god has put this in me to desire it because he has it in front of me so number one i want to discern what i desire number two i am focused on building in the now again no more what's going to happen in the future but what can I build right now based off of my partnership with God and knowing what I want right now? And I'm like, okay, Lord, these seem like words for you. (laughs) They don't seem like words for me. So I was trying to figure out, okay, let's go ahead and build some goals around this. So my goals based on my values this year are building something real, real being an acronym, R standing for genuine relationships, E standing for bold and authentic self-expression, Some people look at me when I say that one, they're like, Kiora, you are one of the most expressive, transparent people that we know. But those are my private feelings. I choose to express that. I want to be able to express myself in a more outward way where I don't feel judged by those things. That's something that I have to overcome. I is the next one. Four streams of income. That's super important to me, paired with L, location independence. So when I think about what we're talking about today being How do you create a detailed operational plan for your life? I will say the details have to be based in your values. The details have to be based in not what is it that other people want, but it's the details and discovering yourself. A lot of times when we are thinking about knowing your why, we'll think about our why, and I I hear all the time, like, what's your why? And it's like, my grandmother needs this and my parents need this and my siblings need this and you know we are groomed to know that in this lifetime by serving others we receive the most but one thing that i believe is even more important than knowing your why is knowing yourself what drives you what motivates you what propels you why do you want to serve are you serving because you're going to get something or are you serving because it actually feeds a peace inside of you when you realize what when you realize who you are, when you realize how who you are it ties to what it is that you want, you'll find that you'll begin manifesting through your daily thoughts based on your values, everything that you want to see. When I looked at my vision board last year, I thought it was crazy because I everyone has their own way of doing things. Some people like to check off a to-do list, not me. Values have value a vision centered on values has helped me not to be so to-do oriented because i'm meditating on what my vision is i don't just wake up look in the magazine and choose you know like i'm praying and deciding and believing and hearing and getting confirmation this is what you're focused on this year so when i am focused on how do i be the best version of me i'm already moving in direction of what god has said is for me so i don't have to be so tedious about it every single day i'm a, I, i'm able to allow god to flow through me um knowing that i have a few minutes here i'll say that having having a general guideline around where you want to go what i experienced last year that's what i was saying is i will walk by my vision board like once a quarter and i look at it i'll be like oh, I got that. (laughs) I got that. And I'll tell you things that happened based off of what I'm sharing with you today, just last year, focused on peace and pace. Peace and pace don't really seem like accomplishments. They feel very intangible. I had my things on my board. I had said, man, I'm going to be less than 155 pounds. My little sister came over and said, that's not enough. You need to take it down a little lower. At the time I was 175. I'm like, that's too much, 20 pounds. <laughs> like I'll be surprised if I get there in 12 months. I had, you know, I had just walked away from a lot of toxic relationships in my life. And I said, okay, I want to rebuild relationships. I want to have at least five strong, genuine friendships. I have put on there, I'm to have two properties. You know, then I just started getting bold with it. I want to have all this stuff and start taking magazine pictures and putting it on the wall. And what I can tell you is in the past year. 2021 January to December I was able to experience find a brand new car I bought a brand new home I still have my apartment so I can rent out my home and I got those two new properties I had surgery but surgery put me on bed rest for four for four weeks where people surrounded me and were able to pour into me and I wasn't doing anything I will tell you You think you know what resting is? You think you know what giving yourself permission is? But when the doctor gives you permission to say no to stuff, you start saying no with a whole new level of conviction. But we don't move through life with that level of conviction in our no. Having been able to build that muscle, I I could never go back. You know, I could never go back. But again, I knew I was gonna learn this lesson, but I could have never imagined how. I was going to learn this lesson. Um, You know, when I think about relationships that I have in my life, it's hard sometimes to navigate the world with so many people who need a lot of things from you. But When I was on bed rest, what became very clear to me was, I'm asleep every day because I'm on pain meds. I'm not reaching out to people. But the same people that I'm not reaching out to, I don't have anything to give them. I don't have anything to give them. And when I don't have anything to give them, they're not reaching out to me. But you know what? people did start reaching out to me. People I never would have imagined would have been the people in my corner to help me build what I'm building now. And so I just think that it's so important to know that when you create a vision, that's centered around your values. Anything is possible, no matter where you are. You can start now. You don't have to think, okay, I'm behind. You don't have to think, okay, I need to know all the information. You can start now. And what I'm going to leave you with is a few lyrics. And I like that right before I got up here. Crystal's like, what are you listening to? It don't have to be christian music it don't have to be gospel music but my girlfriends know there's a the song that gets me super hype and the song that gets me super hype is this video song called you got it so i'm gonna tell you the course i'm gonna tell you the lyrics of the course and the context of it is basically like there's a guy friend that's talking to one of his homegirls and, and she had just got dumped by this guy and she felt like she couldn't live without him. And he said, it's time for you to boss up. Fix your credit, girl, get at it, get your bag up. I know it sounds funny, but I'm so serious. He says, hit that gym and get back fine. Go get your degree, girl. Focus on me. Unlock the potential you did not know you had in you. Forget about him. It's time to mix it up. Go get your glow, girl. Know that you're going to get it because you got so much. Don't let nobody tell you that it's over. Know that you're the one. You got it. And when I think about associate against me, I'm like, he's just looking at his friend like, okay, these dudes are telling you that you are not. These bosses are telling you that you can't. Your family is telling you you're not worthy, but let's start now. You want to fix your credit? Go do that. You want to go back to school? Go do that. Go get your flow. Go do whatever you need to do. It don't matter where you're at. Start now. And that's what I want to tell you. When you think about creating an operational plan, start now. Know your values. Identify who you are. Focus on that. And everything that you are looking to accomplish in partnership with God, you'll begin to walk right into. Thank you all so much.